Welcome back to Fantasy Island. That's right, guys. It's me, R.W. King. I'm here solo right now. I'm going to do it for you week two starts and sits. Yeah, we're doing it a little bit different this year. We're going to make sure and get this thing rolling with me and Bombo both, you know, throwing our nuts out there and making sure you guys get a full perspective of what we're trying to do. Last year, what we did is sort of combined our picks and we went with the best picks and we felt we were sort of not doing you guys justice. So, I mean, there's a lot of times in this week included where myself and Bombo both have, you know, a lot of different things on our mind and a lot of guys we like, and we wanted to share them both with you. So Bombo's putting out his own starts and sits and I got mine going. So I'm just going to get into mine real quick. I think the first ones we're going to talk about are our quarterbacks. Obviously, one of them had a pretty decent game. He went into Kansas City and, you know, basically on their ring ceremony, made them shit themselves a little bit. And Jared Goff, I like Jared Goff at his home opener. I like what he did against Kansas City. Like I said, he only threw for 253 yards, you know, but he had a touchdown, but no picks. And Kansas City's defense was flying around. They were trying to make something happen. I think now they're playing Seattle at home. Seattle just gave up... Over 300 yards to Matt Stafford, 2-2 Atwell, Puka Nakua. I mean, what's going to happen with Jared Goff? He's got Laporta over there now, which is a, another big waiver wire pickup we talked about this week. You know, and he's got Amon Ross St. Brown. Josh Reynolds was stepping up last week, you know, in really big games already. So these guys aren't really that depleted in their receiving core. I really like me some Jared Goff this week against Seattle at home. I also like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Let's just put it out there. He shit the bed. He threw a stink. Yeah, that's not who Joe Burrow was. But remember the year before this or last year, you know, the first game, he, I want to say he threw four picks in that first game and he bounced back in the second game. And good thing he's playing Baltimore in the second game. Historically, he, he does really well against Baltimore. And just a side note, if you got Jamar Chase, don't even think about taking him out of your lineup because he averages over 115 yards a game in his career against Baltimore. So I like me some Joe Burrow bouncing back. Baltimore really didn't get tested against Houston. Obviously, C.J. Stroud struggled, but they threw the ball 44 times. The kid was just trying to dump it off, throwing little screen passes, mediocre passes across the middle to the tight end, little short stuff. Nico Collins ended up having a day, but there was nothing threatening to their defense. I think that Joe Burrow's really going to effort to push the ball down the field show that what happened on Sunday really wasn't the true Cincinnati. So I like me some Joe Burrow to bounce back, like me some Jared Goff. Keep those guys in your lineup, guys. If you have, you know, if you need something and there's a Jared Goff out on the waiver wire, guys, and you had Aaron Rodgers, pick him up. Pick him up, man. He's going to be just as good as Aaron Rodgers, guaranteed. All right, that's going to bring us to our running backs, right? We We talked about running backs and how crazy this position is this year, guys, and we got to understand, right, that there's going to be a lot of guys that you can shuffle in and out because there's only so many must-start guys every week. I think for most fantasy owners, they're going to experience, you know, basically what people call is streaming. You know, when you're streaming a tight end or streaming a coach or doing something like that because every week you're basically picking a guy up off the waiver wire. It might not be necessarily like that, but you might have four or five backs on your roster that at any given game any given matchup they can produce pretty good for you so i think we got to keep that in mind this year and when we're talking about our starts and sits you know what kind of numbers these guys who really expect them to have you know but i like me again you know this week i like detroit at home i like what they did i like me some david montgomery i know jameer gibbs flashed and he's the, he's the big guy you know what i mean he 
Averaged six yards a carry, Jameer Gibbs did. He had a long of 18, but he only touched the ball seven times. Monty touched the ball 21 times. You know, David Montgomery seems to be the guy getting the lion's share there. So I think, especially at home, the first week, I think they're going to try to run the ball a lot, establish a line of scrimmage, and I think that's going to be David Montgomery. You know, he had a modest 74 yards on 21 touches last week on 21 rushes, but I mean, the reality was he scored a touchdown, and later in the game they knew he was going to run the ball, and he still ran the ball pretty effectively. So I like David Montgomery again this week. Another back I really liked, he was sick all the week before, just he didn't do well, but Stevenson is a really good running back. And the game sort of went sideways against Philadelphia, and they really didn't get cooking. He did get 12 rushes, but he only averaged a little over two yards a carry. Ended up with 25 yards rushing. So it was a very pedestrian outing for him. So I think at this point, you know, Ramondre is going to bounce back. He's probably feeling a lot better after the flu that he had. And he's playing fucking Miami. Yeah, all this hype in the offseason that they got Vic Fangio in that defense and Jalen Ramsey and they fought all these guys. Didn't show me shit against the Chargers. Chargers ran up and down the field on him, man. Gave up three rushing touchdowns to him. Two guys had over 200 yards rushing you know, combined. So I definitely like me some Ramondre in a bounce back game against Miami. I think they're going to try to establish the run because they don't want to get into a shootout with Miami. I don't think they have those kind of weapons. But Ramondre can do it on the ground. And I like Ramondre Stevenson. It's a big start this weekend. Another guy I like a lot, and just because of the share that he got, was Tyler Algier. I think Tyler Algier playing Green Bay this week. Green Bay has a pretty stout defense. Look, here it is. Atlanta's not even going to throw the fucking ball this year. And if they throw the ball, they're throwing it to B. John Robinson. Desmond Ritter does not throw the ball. He's the only quarterback in his first six starts or whatever it is not to throw a pick, and that's because he throws the ball seven times a game. But I'm just saying, it, it's, it's going to be tough over there for any receiver or any type of receiving guy other than the running back, you know, that they have in their system and they want to throw the ball to. But I like Algier here. He had 75 yards last week, a couple touchdowns. Like I said, they, he was cooking for a while, and they have to give the time to Bijan, and it sort of broke up the rhythm of Algier. Algier was cooking. So I like me against some Tyler Algier against Green Bay this week because I think all they can do is run the ball. You know, as far as the receivers, there was a lot of receivers to choose from, but I think two guys that really want to make sure people understand what's going on here is 1A pickup. If he's not picked up, Puka Nakua. And if he's on your team, start him in your flex spot. He had 15 targets last week. I'm not going to deep dive into his stats and what he did, but he's the first guy in the last 30, 40 years to start his first game and get over 10 catches with 100 yards. The last guy was Alan Hearns from Jacksonville. So this guy's an elite company. It's not going to slow down, okay? Even if he gets a 50% regression, he's going to get eight targets. Five or six catches. That's his floor? Okay, man, I'm taking it all day long, especially with no Cooper Cup. And this is going to go on for four weeks, guys. I'm plugging this guy into my lineup somehow for the next four weeks. I don't care what the matchup is. I don't care what they do with Sean McVay. He'll figure it out, and he'll get this guy an opportunity to at least catch the ball, as long as Matt Stafford can stay upright. And we'll see how they do this week against San Francisco. I still like Puka regardless of the matchup. The other guy I like is I love me some Calvin Ridley again. 
I think, again, he got a tough situation in the second half, and the, the coverage really shut him down. He only had one catch after halftime. But I really liked the matchup with him against Kansas City. Kansas City, I mean, they just they were getting eaten up a little bit, especially on the third down. Amon Ra was tearing them up. I mean, there was a lot of guys out there. Josh Reynolds was tearing them up on big third downs. And I think that should worry them about Calvin Ridley because those two guys don't have the shake and don't have the electric type of speed that Calvin Ridley does to get by these guys and take it to the house. So I think it's going to be a little bit different, but I'm right. I mean, Calvin Ridley all year. I love what I saw the first game. I've loved what I've seen since I saw him in training camp. So I'm riding me some Calvin Ridley. Those are my must-starts week two. Really quick, I want to get into my must-sits. You know, I'm not really going to get into the, you know, too much of what they did, whatever else. We're just going to know that they shit the bed. There's going to be some reasoning for it, you know. But my first must-sit is going to be Dak. Dak, just sit the fuck down. Look, here's the deal, bro. You had a fucking with some wide open receivers. I know it was a shitty weather, whatever else, but you missed guys by a mile. Your defense won that game. You didn't do anything. I don't like your matchup this week. Dak hit the bench. The other guy, prime time, Najee Harris is playing on Monday night. They got two Monday night games. He's one of them. I'm going to put it out there right now. Najee's going to lose his job by the end of the year. If not, it'll just be a straight 50-50. Because Jalen Warren is that good. If you have the availability to pick you up some Jalen Warren on that waiver wire, go get his ass. He's electric. He's got juice. Najee is three yards in a cloud of dust, guys. And fortunately, I was a huge Najee fan when he came out just because I knew the workhorse load he would get. But even with 25 carries, he can't break 100 yards. So you need a guy who can make somebody miss, and that's Jalen Warren. So Najee, sit your ass on the bench. I don't even want to deal with you. You'd be a backup if somebody gets hurt. My tight end to sit, it's got to be Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, sorry, bud. You had two catches for 44 yards with a long of 34 yards. Your offense just doesn't throw the ball enough. That's the problem. Your offense just doesn't throw the ball enough. And unfortunately, with Drake London getting shut out last week, not even getting a target thrown at him, and he's our number one guy from the year after Kyle Pitts, I think they're going to try to force feed him a little bit this week, and it's going to take away from any target they can give Kyle Pitts. So if even if you take away one of his targets from last week, it's 33% less. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he only had three fucking targets last week. So Pitts, sit down. Anybody in Atlanta's receiving course, sit down. Desmond Ritter's a joke. The last guy I'm going to say to sit is the same guy I said to sit when during this matchup last year, and I'm going to keep saying it till this guy fucking sucks. Debo Samuel, sit your ass down. Just don't like the matchups this year. I'm hoping that the Rams can smack his ass. I think Ayuk's the guy there. I think if anybody can shake the defense a little bit, it's going to be Ayuk. I think they're going to tailor the defense to stop Debo and McCaffrey, but I like what I saw last week with the young defense at the Rams, so hopefully they can keep it going. Those are my quick sit-your-ass-on-the-bench for week two, guys. For the Double Eye Fantasy Show, this is R.W. King. I am out until next week. <laughs>